Johnny Lightning. That's just a loud mouth snook. This is Fuck Free Radio. And now on 11L, it's your extravaganza. With John P. Lightning, 11L Radio. It's sick out there and getting sicker. Yeah, speaking of sicker, hello everybody. Oh hi. Uh, just a uh, just a quick warning at the top of the show. Well, not really a warning, but a uh, plea to anybody out there that knows any remedy or anything that's effective for having blown out one's back doing minimal shoveling. Felt good in the evening. I went to bed. I was okay. I woke up the next morning, and I haven't been able to walk or stand too much since then. I don't know. So if you've got uh, any cures or any ideas, please email them to me because that's absolutely positively the least you can do for the show. You know, it's the extravaganza. And as it is the top of the hour. You tune to WBCQ from Monticello, Maine to you. Shortwave and internet. This is the planet. At 6.130 megahertz. This is WBCQ. Ooh, it mega Transmitting from Monticello, Maine, in the United States of America. Ta-da. And now, John B. Lightning. Stunning and brave. It's time for Johnny Lightning. Oof, uh, it's radio for consenting adults. Radio New York International. Indecency on the air. Yeah, I know it sounds like we're back in mono, but that's because this remix bed is in mono. It's the old new mono sound that gets around the town, that gets around the world, courtesy of the 50,000, the 20, the 10, the 5,000 or so watts I think Planet Radio has provided. Yeah, I was paid a visit earlier this week by my old friend Cy. Cy Attica. Ow! Yeah, Stephen mentioned ice. <laughs> we need ice here in New York City. I, I mean, of course, to uh, rein in all these newcomers. Oh, there we go. Now I got the EQ right. From New York City! It's better to listen to a show live from New York City than to be alive and live in New York City. Trust me. Trust me, the guy with seven plus decades of actual living in New York City. Yes, what an experience that if you have never had it, you don't need it. I am John Paul Lightning. Presenting three hours of radio alchemy, courtesy of DQ. No, not QAnon, the uh, the Q that's not any, well, it's certainly not anonymous. It's Planet Radio, WBCQ, which you're the a little bit of everything. Radio Extravaganza! to being John Lightning. I mean, but so what? I've led a relatively 
decent life. I know, it depends on how you define deviancy. Of course, we define deviancy down on Planet Radio. But really, I've, I've never murdered a prostitute, fucked a newborn baby, hung out with Jeffrey Epstein, or had a fentanyl fueled weekend drinking children's blood. Children's blood, mmm, how tasty. As I enjoy a nice piece of smoked salmon. And then, of course, then I'll be using my cell phone to scam an elderly lady out of her life savings. Hello? Yes, Miss Rowland. I be with Google. We've detected some spyware on your computer. Can I have your password? Yes, that, uh, that, that gentleman in India will need your password, your social security number, and the name of your first pet. May I have that, please? Oh, thank you. Very good, very good. Now do you have a convenience store nearby from which you could buy gift card? As usual, it's my pleasure, my extreme pleasure, to be here to entertain and inform you. And I say that knowing that most of you, well, uh, well, uh, most of you realize I'm a, I'm a tad defective, so. But if I was what most of you consider to be normal, there'd be no need for you to listen, okay? Tonight, the usual or the unusual mix of the serious and silly. Yeah, I might even be more serious tonight than I've been in recent weeks. Yeah, you deserve not only the wit of John P. Lightning, but the wisdom of the Lightning Guy! Yeah, I might take a tad more uh, time being serious, as there are a lot of newsy items I'd like to explore, time permitting. And many of them, as per usual, have to do with my least favorite person, well, one of my least favorite persons on the planet. Okay, maybe he is the least favorite person. Get beat, Donald! My God, indeed. Yes, this is John P. Lightning coming to you on the QWBCQ. I thank you. Uh, copious thanks going your way. Why are these headphones like not quite exactly precisely right? Hold on. Dee, 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 dee. There's the left channel. There's the right channel. And uh, I guess it's my ears. Uh, they, they don't. I was going to say they don't have the same output. They certainly don't have the same input. Seems to me that uh, one ear hears better than the other. And uh, the brain that's between them doesn't work pretty much most of the time. Yes, indeed. We will discuss Deadbeat Donald because um, some of the things he said since we were last here, just too fucking stupid and perhaps more importantly, too dangerous. Too fucking dangerous to ignore power. Way too dangerous to ignore. Yesterday, he attended an event called Sneaker Con. Sneaker Con. <laughs> How appropriate, right? 
How appropriate for the former con artist in chief, who has uh, it seems he's he's launched his own line of gold colored sneakers, and you're probably thinking, well, of course they're gold colored. And uh, if you have not seen them yet, exceedingly ugly sneakers. Who the fuck, yeah? Who the fuck would want to wear them? And certainly, uh, considering how pricey they are, uh, none of none of the hardcore ultra maggots are going to be able to afford these fucking things. Although they might take out a loan to buy them. They might take out a loan to buy them just to show their support. And he claims they're good for running. Yeah, yeah. Those sneakers guarantee that you could run. Well, every four years. I'm sorry. I guess that means he'll be wearing them to his many upcoming court dates, right? And Trump is uh, is selling his shitty not-made-in-the-USA sneakers for $399 at sneaker.com. $399. Considering that the very average American uh, has approximately $400 in savings, $400 in the bank, yeah, that'll, that'll, well, that, that should cover you for just about any emergency situation. At $399, ain't none of them going to be able to afford it. Although I've been told that the Manhattan DA was in the lobby okay, <laughs> collecting the money. 399 bucks for fucking clown shoes. Come on! Emmett Kelly will leave his grave to tell people, don't fucking buy them. Don't buy them. And, um, by the way, I'm sure 90% of you don't even know who the fuck Emmett Kelly was. And, uh, sadly, the sad news this week, uh, Russia's uh, Mandela, Alexei Navalny, suddenly and suddenly died in prison. The day before, uh, he was, uh, he was in the, in the court area of this prison. Um, going through some kind of testimony or something. And he seemed, he looked rather healthy. And the next thing you know, gone. Russian sources claim it was a blood clot that killed him. Well, with bars on all the windows in the the Siberian hellhole that uh, that they threw him in, they had to come up with some reason. Uh, Either that, or we were involved because he had some information that could have convicted Hillary. I, it's always a possibility. But what can we do? We're essentially impotent in this situation. Uncle Joe rightfully denounced Putin. And I'm sure that has Vlad all kinds of upset. Oh, I am sure that Vladdy boy is really, really upset. Right. Yeah. A dead Russian dissident. That ain't worth much to the United States of America, it would seem. But of course, political dissidents in Russia, uh, well, political dissent in Russia is now as dead as the one brave hero who Putin finally got around the killing. Navalny is the true measure, pal. True measure of a real fucking hero. He returned to Russia of his own volition, <clears throat> excuse me, and he did it likely knowing that he was signing off on his own demise. But he was so committed to trying to inspire change, he gave his life to do so. But sadly, you know, nothing is going to change in Putin's pit of horrors. But the Russian anti-corruption movement, 
Yeah, it simply was not going to be allowed. So we salute the late Mr. Navaldi because heroes on that level, somebody that really did give his life for his country, and I, I, I wonder, was it worth it? Was it worth it considering? Considering the country, considering the leadership of the country, considering the quality of life the citizens have in our country. I know, if I had been in his situation, no way you ever would have gotten me near the former USSR ever again. And as Chris apparently wants to know already, uh, regarding John Stewart, uh, I, I, I find myself with only one thought about his, uh, about his return to the Daily Show after, what was it, I, I, I believe seven years away? Disappointed! Yeah, someone, um, uh, s- someone said it was like he never left. And I watched the entire show and I'm thinking, oh? <laughs> now the opening 20 minute or so monologue, yeah, it was funny at times, it's John Stewart. He's a funny guy and I'm sure he has rather talented writers. But um, it wasn't that fucking good. His return to the long, moribund daily show after a seven-year break uh, to do one show a week. <sighs> Not that exciting. And if you are only going to be there one night out of the four nights a week that the show runs, I think the show needs to be a lot better than the okay return that I witnessed. And... I know a lot of people, of course, uh, my, my, my liberal pallies, um, not, not at all pleased. And, uh, and as a liberal myself, yeah, I kind of agree with them because he returned with a rap that essentially reminded viewers how old Biden is. Not that it didn't also remind them how old Trump is, but the focus, it seemed like he was doing a little both-sideism there. I mean, reminding us how old Uncle Joe is. Uh, had the effect, at least for me, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I, I, I need water already. Uh, it, it's making the viewers focus on his foibles and failings. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much something that Fox does every fucking minute. Not very progressive of you, John. So I understand how many progressives were, were horror. It was a horror show for them. But it wasn't really, it wasn't quite boatsiderism as he did give it to Deadbeat Donald pretty good. But his comparisons were faulty and badly stated. And now, uh, I think, uh, had he saved that rap that he returned with to say, oh, maybe show two or three, would have been a lot more acceptable. Coming out of his self-imposed retirement with a strong declaration in favor of progressive ideas, that would have been the way to go. Not remind us that, uh, that we're going to get to vote for two elderly motherfuckers. And yes, again, I understand why many on the left, especially those even to the left of me, were a bit displeased with John's wishy-washy, milquetoast comparisons of the relative merits, or lack thereof, of Deadbeat Donald. And Uncle Joe. As far as I'm concerned, it was a mediocre return. And a mediocre return from an entertainer who's done so much good work 
uh, since he left The Daily Show, some of which we've played here on our show in recent months. He's done very good work exposing liars and corrupt creeps in his non-Comedy Central work, calling out such vermin. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I say vermin? One, some people would like to see run for office. There's this uh, one show featuring two progressives that I watch on YouTube, and they cannot wait for him to get involved politically to run for office, even the Oval Office, to which I say, uh, no. Uh, would he still be better than the current occupant? Uh, likely, but uh, no, no. And again, I like John. I, I think his innate decency and sense of fair play is evident in his work. But pal, I do not want to vote for him for anything other than being a uh, continued voice of the truth and the facts, which he has proven to be. So, uh, yeah, I'll watch tomorrow, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll see what, what is next on, on his agenda and hope that he sharpens his words that he must, must Put to the chicken neck of the former guy, who, if he does not remain the former guy, will spend endgame for this great experiment in more or less at times, kind of, it still beats the alternatives, democracy. Because uh, to play at being fair, we don't need that shit. And uh, by the way, this evening's program is being sponsored in part because... Ted sent in these dumb lines. It's, it's the first email of the night from Ted, so I'll read it. Uh, we're being sponsored in part by, uh, by two new cigarette brands that are coming out of Israel. I know, you, didn't, you don't normally think Israel and tobacco. Apparently, Ted, the deluded fuck he is, does. Because uh, he states, tonight's extravaganza is being sponsored by Israel Lights, and not Desmond Decker, and Jerusalem's. I apologize. And I also think I do understand why so many are willing to ditch democracy for Trump's plutocracy, where the oligarchs would rule. Well, of course, the oligarchs are ruling right now. And that's in large part because, particularly here on the Isle of Staten, uh, because of fear. And because of the crime and cost of our open border policies, which would have been changed considerably if Trump did not demand his minions to reject the border deal that otherwise would have passed because it would have given Uncle Joe a victory, something else to run on. And that bill was primarily written by Republicans. And Uncle Joe gave him many, many of the items they wanted as a part of that bill that, uh, that his Democratic policies were staunchly against. But it was the old, you know, something better than nothing situation. Every third worlder who arrives at all our golden shores here in New York City. By the way, it's not golden. That's piss you're seeing. <laughs> Just a light glinting off the piss. Yeah, golden showers shores, maybe. Every one of those newcomers, those migrants, who behave badly or refuse to adapt and assimilate to all cultural norms, that reminds your average Staten Islander 
why they want to vote for Deadbeat Donald. Not that he actually slowed immigration, legal or otherwise, in the four years he was in the catbird seat, in the four years he squandered, squandered running his lifelong grift on America. But every crime committed by a newcomer that's awaiting being vetted, and, and you know, having done a little research, I've done a lot of research for tonight's show, not that you'll probably notice it, <laughs> It's a process that should take months, not years. And the uh, new bill that Trump won his fellow Republicans, don't you dare fucking pass it, it would have limited the vetting process to six months. So uh, so those folks would only be here six months before they'd get the heave-ho if it turned out that they shouldn't be here. But now that process can take up to, I ain't shitting you, ten years. So... Not allowing that bill to become law guarantees deadbeat Donald votes. Even though he is the prick responsible for putting a shiv in the side of the border bill that failed to get the required votes because, again, it, 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 it would make Biden look good. The Republicans got most of what they wanted in that bill. They made Uncle Joe agree to terms in it that most Dems did not favor. But when he demanded they not vote for it, that was it. All over. Done. So, rather than getting a victory for America, getting his fat ass back into the Oval Office so he could effectively have a a free get-out-of-jail card, of course, that's what was really important. That was way more important than okaying a bill that most conservatives would have otherwise supported, which the Dems did. Okay, somewhat haltingly, but they were ready to, to, to make it law. And they were ready to make it law because even the most progressive of Democrats realized Regarding the border and immigration, something has to be done. And the result? Nothing changes again. Again. But he will stage his rallies. It seems not a week is going to go by now unless, you know, he's all tied up with court shit. He's going to continue with the rallies at which he will claim, I've been tough on the border. Which his four-year reign of wrong proved He is not. He is not. And as usual, he throws America under a fleet of buses. Fleet of buses, a few dozen SUVs, and a cement mixer or two. He'll do that to return to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And by the way, by the way, will they be changing the name of Pennsylvania Avenue? You know, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, where, uh, where, where the Oval Office is, because he was talking about how they're going to change the name of Pennsylvania at a recent rally. How? Why? Who the fuck knows? We have to, we have to win in November, or we're not going to have Pennsylvania. They'll change the name. They're going to change the name of Pennsylvania. And this is the guy that was going on and on again about uh, Al Capone. What is, what is his fascination with Alphonse Capone? Yeah, I, I, I think I know what it is, as he has consorted with, uh, with mafioso types in the past and no doubt uh, wishes he could be one. You got indicted more than Alphonse Capone, Scarface. 
They say, how do you take it? How do you do it? The man is incredibly sick. The, the examples of his sickness are, are numerous. They're almost daily. And yet, regardless of the inane and dangerous statements he makes daily, the press, mainstream media, always focusing on Uncle Joe. You know, if, if, if he has a slip, trip, and fall, if he mangles a couple of words, it's on the front page and Fox is headlining every top of the hour with it. But when it comes to Trump... You can do it, baby. I love you so much. Classic. And just bad news, bad things are happening. Uh, uh, Mom, I'm sorry. Uh, Mom, I didn't do it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> He's trying to amass votes by not doing what is right for we the people, of course, of course, but by doing what inures to his favor. Never think for a moment. And again, I realize Trump voters are going to vote for the motherfucker regardless of what I say, and that makes me so sad for those people. But he does not shiver get about you. He doesn't shiver get about Republican voters even. This nation was his and his family's piggy bank for four years. And the former piggy-in-chief needs our cash again. He needs it now. Excuse me. The uh, special effects machine is uh, out of service as per usual. We have to stop enabling this crook, this cretin, this clown, this cheat, this con artist. Excuse me. Not going to make it through this rap unless I have some. What is this here? Oh, it's a Poland Springs coming to you straight from Maine. As is the show you know as the extravaganza. Pardon me. Mm. Ah. Mm. Somewhat better now. Okay. Ah. Folks, stop falling for the ruse of this bunko artist and his bunk and bill and bilge. It's like, all right, which show is democracy under tonight? It's the old show game. It's just updated for 2024. Back in my earlier days, back in my prime, which, uh, of course, I'd like to consider being in the here and now, but my back is convincing me otherwise. I used to have a sign posted over my desk at 2 Broadway. Back when I was employed by AEP, the American Electric Power Company, and it read, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bullshit. And that's this creep's M.O. Borders and brown people who are mostly not criminals, that's who concerns him. And crime overall in the U.S. of A-holes is down. Down, as in down. No longer, sadly, not the case here in New York City, but overall in the nation, down. But the useful shibboleths of fear for the other and pointing out that the other is the other, be aware, be afraid, they're different than us. It works every time. It works every fucking time. And yes, New York City is in crisis with migrants. Overcrowding our streets, our schools, our public service providers, costing us uh, so much money that uh, that 
Sadly, we're having to consider cuts to needed services, necessary services, our police department, our fire department, the, uh, the sanitation department, who uh, did not show up so far this week. They're now only six days late in collecting the garbage. Yeah, and the bag is still out in front of my house in the snowdrift. It is a real crisis. We cannot, we can continue to be as compassionate as we may want to be, as we like to be, as we should be if we could be. Because we must close the border, yes, to all but the, but the, uh, the, the most obvious cases of people who truly need our assistance. Which means many we otherwise would help they're not going to get it. And you know what? So be it. So be it. Because uh, we always hear about America first. America first. Well, to me, America first means not maintaining the suicidal policies now in place regarding new immigration. And it also means providing for citizens over migrants most every time. Every time. So, I'm sorry, folks. Sorry for you folks that, uh, that might be uh, sad to hear me say this, but there has to be reasonable limits on the extent to which we will put ourselves out to aid the <coughs> less fortunate. And if such aid leaves we citizens unable to get the aid, the services, the financial assistance we need, then sorry, no aid for you. And yes, we are are a nation of immigrants. But not unlimited immigrants. It's just, it's just it can't be. Can't do it any longer. <sighs> but enough. Enough of me trying to make sense, which is one of the reasons, believe it or not, that I show up here every other week to bring you an extravaganza, because I think, in general, most of the time, okay, occasionally, I do make sense. And I want to share that sense, that common sense, with you all, because most of the people listening to this show live in America, live in this nation, where the nonsense that be Donald continues to spew. For many of them, it's just peachy. It's just peachy with about oh, easily maybe 20 or 25 percent of we the people. The 20 or 25 percent who favor fascism over freedom. And with Trump, the fight against reality sadly will continue at home at work or in rehab listen to 11l radio rni are you looking for a real authentic mexican meal then come down to maria's taco casa for a taco you won't believe nobody's taco is as good as maria's taco and only maria lets you watch as she fills her taco with all the things you love Watch as Maria shoves hot beef in her taco. Be amazed as she shoves veggies in her taco. Mmm. And introducing our monthly special, fish tacos. Once a month, Maria's taco has the zesty taste of fish. It's a favorite among men and even some women. So, if you want a woman who knows her taco, come down to Maria's Taco Casa. Because you have not tasted a taco until you've tasted Maria's taco. It's John P. Lightning, RNI. 
Hi, this is Donald Trump for the El Dirty Taco Mexican Restaurant. At the El Dirty Taco, you get to dine on fine Mexican cuisine. We got the best hard and soft tacos anywhere, and nobody beats our burritos, enchiladas, chimichangas, and fajitas. And our Mexican wine and beer is just terrific. Not to mention our margaritas are huge. We also have hot, loose, and young female hostesses to get you to your seats. They're fantastic. So you're going to have a great time and leave with a great meal for a quality price. You may get a little case of diarrhea afterwards, but hey, no pain, no gain is what I always say. So come on out to the El Dirty Taco, a fine dining Mexican restaurant where you'll get a classy meal, and tell them Trump sent you. Also, on Wednesdays, kids eat for free, so bring the kids out for a case of Montezuma's Revenge. John B. Lightning, a little bit of everything. With a lightning guy. Oh! And we have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired and in no condition to lead and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and China in possible nuclear war. And he has no idea what he's doing. We have become a drug-infested, crime-ridden nation which is incapable of solving even the smallest, smallest problem. The simplest of problems we can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute and a powerful death huh? penalty. We will put this on. We have to bring in the death penalty if we want to stop the infestation of drugs coming into our country. What is this deviant denizen of anti-democracy? What the fuck did that mean? What was he talking about? I, 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 I. It's number one. It's number one. On 11LRNI. The Variety Station. Yes, indeed. The Variety Station takes a break for some quality music. Courtesy of D.L. Byron and Billy Joe, assisting him on the vocals. Every night I watch the light from the house up on the hill. I love a little girl that lives up there, and I guess I always will. But I don't dare knock on her door. But daddy is my boss, man. And I just have to be content to steal whatever I can.
Best Variety Show on the radio once again this week. It's John P. Lightning's week to be here for you on Planet Radio, the QWBCQ, and all across johnlightning.com. And next week, oh, I won't be here. But relax, calm the fuck down. There'll still be great radio here because Dave, the boogeyman, will be presenting music that needs to be heard and needs to be heard by you. So see to it that you do. Next week, every week, every week, listen to R&I programming and, uh, and assure yourself of hearing the best damn radio available on any planet, including Planet Radio. And uh, thank us. Thank us for doing so. Yes, and uh, tomorrow a lot of you will probably be able to, uh, to rest and relax, right? I mean, it's, uh, what should we call it? It's, it's President's Day tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. President's Day comes but once a year and uh, every year it seems to have less relevancy. It used to be just George Washington's birthday, I believe, uh, was what we celebrated, right? Although, unknown facts, at his plantation in Mount Vernon, yeah, it was a plantation. Washington raised tobacco. Mm -hmm. This is not made up shit. He did raise tobacco. He brewed beer. He distilled whiskey. And he grew hemp. As uh, as comedic great August Hamilton said, yeah, he was famous throughout the colonies as the father of spring break. Not just another opinionated asshole. Or is he? Hey! Lightning! On RNI. Happy President's Day! Shitsumi Sleep Stores announces its best President's Day mattress sale ever. Our special sale prices are available all day President's Day through President's Day. Celebrate the reign of President Joe Biden with our Biden bed-down model. It's fully adjustable for those of most all political persuasions, just like many of Joe Biden's policies. It's guaranteed to meet your sleep needs. Listen to this recording of the president and hear how well it works for him. Uh, Mr. President, wake up, wake up, sir. Oh, dear. Wow. That's sleep-tastic. And it's available with a built-in diaper liner. There's also an air mattress version. And they're fully adjustable uh, for inflation, so to speak. 
act quickly because our supply is limited. Limited to as many as we can fucking sell. Biden now and save. And it's made of hypoallergenic materials, so you won't get the sniffles. <laughs> and also on sale, our MAGA model mattress. It's made especially to be comfortable for fat assholes. I, I mean people with... Nah, fuck it. It's available in orange, burnt orange, and almost brown and so dark orange. You won't be woke easily if you sleep on a Trumpopedic mattress. Come on in and take one home. Classified documents not included. Why, if I owned one and had gotten a good night's sleep, I would have never written this shitty bit. <laughs> and also on sale all day President's Day are Michael Lindell model. Yes, it's the big lie down mattress. Nah, fuck you. Start writing. Shitty foam pillows sold separately. And we have a special mattress for victims of sexual violence. It's the repressed memory foam mattress. Yes, our mattresses are 100% American-made, except for the Biden mattress. Of course it's made in China, just like many of his political deals. Which Sumi mattresses, you cannot possibly get a better night's sleep, unless you found out that Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping, or Donald Trump had died. 20% of all sales go to the Help Save Ukraine Fund. Yeah, we considered giving that money to veterans and homeless support groups, but come on, who gives a shit about them, huh? Our mattresses are priced starting at $299.95. Shipping, handling, molesting, unpacking, old mattress removal, local, state, and federal taxes, and go fuck your mother fees, and whatever other fees you did not consider might be part of the total retail price, included where applicable. They're all available at your local Shitsumi Sleep Center. Shitsumi Mattresses, a wholly owned subdivision of Fred's Industries. I love you! Ah, get out of here, asshole. It's John P. Lightning, R&I. Saluting Black History Month. This is 11LRNI. And I noticed this this year, I don't know how, I never noticed this before, but ever since I've noticed it, it's kind of bothered me. June is Gay Pride Month. Everyone aware of that? Yeah. You know, June Gay Pride. February is Black History Month. How did they get a longer month than us? Right? I'm not anti-gay. I'm just saying it seems to me we have earned a better month. I don't want to take their month away. I'm just thinking, like, because let's be honest, February is a bullshit month, right? Right? It's cold and wet. Nobody's happy in February. And June is fantastic. It's warm. Flowers are blooming. School let out. I'm like, what the hell? Can't we get July? You know what I mean? Then we'd have one more day. But, but I don't know who to complain to. I, who's in charge of months? I, well, you can't go to the Trump administration. Imagine telling the Trump administration the blacks and the gays are mad at each other. They'd be like, quick. Let's arm both sides. <laughs> this works out, we'll get two months back. I... Yeah, I said it. We're entertaining this weekend. President and founder of Cracker Barrel Restaurants, Mr. Don Turdler. Hi, as president of Cracker Barrel Restaurant, I just want to assure everybody that we maintain a family-style atmosphere here, and everyone is welcome. Families of all kinds of colors and religions, why, even Negroes. Yes, sir, you're all welcome here. Yep, yep. Have a menu, please. 
and out the stars. You heard that we don't serve niggers. Well, that simply ain't true. And you please? Why, just to show you we don't mind colored folk, we give them a restroom all to themselves. They get their own menu of daily specials right here. Excuse I please have a menu. There you go, boy. You calling boy. Now look right here. Today, you get all the chitlins you can eat with your choice of watermelon for dessert or a hunk of clay for the lovely negress. That's enough. Let's go. Hey, where you going? You gonna miss our minstrel show? Cracker Barrel. More fun than a restaurant full of crackers. Johnny Lightning! English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? Watch out, you idiot! Can you believe that jerk? Oh, gosh, Dan, Dan, you seem a little tense. Yeah, I've been snapping at people all day. Maybe it's my time of the month. Yeah, me too. You know, I've been cranky, retaining water, and look, wearing these white gloves. I know what you mean. Every 28 days, I get this insatiable craving to buy a banjo. And a corncob pipe? Yeah. Well, Dan, it looks like there's only one thing to do, sir. And was that there, Mr. Interlocutor? Oh. And that's all things. Yeah. I wish I was in Dixie. Oh, we, oh, we. These two men are suffering from pre-menstrual syndrome. Beware the warning signs. If your husband ever comes home with a tambourine or a banjo pick and insists on calling you Mr. Bones, hide the shoe polish and call your family doctor immediately. So, uh, tell me that, Mr. Bones. Yes, sir, Mr. Interlocutor. Who was that woman I saw you with last night? Oh, that was no woman. That was... Martina Navratilova! <laughs> no, it's not very funny, and there is no cure. So when it happens to the man in your life, try to understand. Pre-Minstrel Syndrome. You're listening to R&I, Radio New York International, with John P. Lightning. Shit, Negro, that's all you had to say. have to say to get to hear great radio is walk over to Alexa or whatever that device is and say, Alexa, do a little bit of everything radio extravaganza. To which Alexa will reply, what's the extravaganza? Or she might reply, no, you don't want to listen to that shit, do you? Of course you do. Of course you do. Well, I'm afraid of, uh, I've, I've got a, a, a little more bad news this evening. Police is good for shit. A South African man died this week after masturbating 62 times on Valentine's Day. 62 times in one day. All right, guys, I want you all to take want you all to take notice now. The official limit set by the government 61. Serves the dumb fuck right. That's right, the limit is 61. So, uh, so he beat, uh, so to speak, my record by three. Hey! And I'll admit it, I'm addicted to masturbating. After all, I'm single, I'm not in a relationship, and I have not been on a date since, oh, just prior to COVID. And I like to come. I like to come! Yeah. My addiction has gotten out of hand, uh, so to speak. 
Yeah, fuck off and start writing, Pally. If you dare, we'd welcome you to... Nah, we don't want you writing the extravaganza because it's just um, it's, it's just silly enough as is. So don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, I'll not be applying for a job testing a new erectile dysfunction medication. Although I could use a little side cash. See, that would be the only reason. It's like, you know, the railroad sends me a reasonable amount of money, but uh, because of my problems with the uh, with, with the IRS now, uh, they're, they're taking out even more every month, and uh, I might have to cut out some some things, like uh, food, <laughs> food, electricity, you know, uh, what, what some people consider to be uh, <clears throat> essentials. But I could use a little side cash. I mean, after all, you know, for uh, for getting involved in this uh, erectile dysfunction uh, test, I guess we could call it a test. Uh, I've been told, well, starting pay really ain't all that great, but I'd be hoping to get a raise soon. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck you! Yeah. Fuck off, each and every one of you. And uh, speaking of jerking it. I once was uh, was in the uh, was was in the uncomfortable position of watching a homeless man. I had to watch a homeless man masturbate on a subway train for forty-five minutes, and then my cell phone battery died. Yes, this is R&I with the lightning guy. Come on, I live in New York City, so just about nothing shocks me. Although, although the fact that the 2024 Miss America winner was a biological woman, that was a tad surprising. And in the I'm not at all surprised department, a good guy with a gun failed to prevent 45,938 time a mass shooting in this country. Shocker. And this week's most covered mass shooting apparently was not uh, what most people assumed, feared that it would be, which would be a uh, a terrorist fuel event. That's not what happened in St. Louis. It was just a little rough housing between gangs of young teens, uh, heavily armed young teens. Is there any are teens anything other than young teens? I- that's what the article read. It said they were heavily armed young teens. Or as my old pally Eric would have said, yeah, it's those young teens that are the worst problem as opposed to the older teens. You know, the 20 and over ones. I know, maybe you, maybe you do know some of them. Checking the email, and there's not much. Uh, Kim writes to say, John. How did Emmett Kelly suddenly show up in tonight's monologue? And, and it did because, I recall a year or two back, doing an internet search on Emmett Kelly, and there wasn't all that much there. Anyway, she writes, my sixth grade teacher once told our class, did you know that I am Emmett Kelly's brother-in-law? Years later, that's when I did some research, and indeed, my sixth grade teacher's sister, a trapeze performer, was married to Emmett Kelly Sr. and divorced after only a year. All of this was in Indiana, where the circus industry was once concentrated. Well, thank you for that information, Kim. I didn't know that the circus industry was concentrated in Indiana. Of course, these days, the circus industry is uh, is, is pretty much a dead affair because circuses, 
circuses without you know without circus animals without you know without the lions and tigers and elephants and all that most people don't want to see that and i would think uh that would make it minimally less interesting let's see we also have an email from hey our very own the boogeyman dave the boogeyman stating inquiring minds want to know john so here's three questions he likes to put me on the spot with these last-minute questions, but he's not really putting me on the spot. And he knows that. He knows that I love off-the-cuff, uh, random, they came out of nowhere. Let's see if he can answer his questions. First question, why are Trump's minions so stupid and drinking the Kool-Aid Trump is pissing on them? How does his followers and press follow him? I should have read that last line there. It didn't make much sense. I, I think I pretty much explained that already in my opening monologue. It's because they appreciate. They appreciate and enjoy the stupid. The stupid makes him appear to be more like them because most of them are relatively too insane. <laughs> relatively stupid to fucking insane. And... They appreciate that. They'll follow him anywhere because they see him as the savior. He is their Cheeto Christ. It won't change, Dave. They're going to love him regardless. Oh, yes. Question two. If you had a turntable spinning, what would be your turntable? Well, Dave, you should know the answer to that. It's the techniques. What is it? What is the model? I'm going to go over here and take a look at it. See if there's a model number on it. It's a, it's an SPL sub. It's, it's the standard uh, turntable that's uh, that's been a staple uh, for DJs and 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 in clubs. Uh, Roy, they do scratching and whatnot for uh, for easily forty or so years now. It's a really good turntable, and uh, it, it's one I use to digitize. That D.L. Byron cut I played for you, which uh, up until uh, recently was only available on a forty-five. And his final question: Thank any. Christ. Independent space flights from private companies will be offering to send your ashes to the moon to join Alice Cramden or into space for eternity. Would you rather go there or to Greenwood Cemetery? Well, why the hell would I want to be on a cold, dead moon? Of course, I'd rather go to Greenwood. And I damn well should go to Greenwood because that's where my family bought my plot. So someday I will be buried either above, below, or alongside my mom. Yes, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a rather chilly eternity for John P. Lightning, who of course is hot again tonight, bringing you the show you know as your the little bit of everything radio extravaganza. And uh, by the way, not only is tomorrow President's Day, but it's national, big-nosed, skinny guineas who love Pam's Jingles Week. So please, please send a prayer donation to our PayPal account, okay? And you know what? My local Chinese takeout place still told me, yeah, we know it's national, big-nosed, skinny guineas who love Pam's Jingles Week, but we will not be giving you a discount on your lunch special. Motherfuckers. And I still wish the guy taking my order, Happy New Year, type of person I am. And maybe... More importantly, I was misgendered. Mm -hmm. uh, on Friday, I was identifying as... Wait a minute. Fuck. I don't recall. 
I identify as so many different genders on that particular day that I'm not quite sure what I was when I was being misgendered. But I know I was being misgendered and I was offended nonetheless because I was being gender fluid. And yes, I had my gender fluid changed every 20,000 miles. (laughs) Sometimes it runs low and I have to check it using my dipstick. No, not that dipstick, you dipshit! What's wrong with this audience? They're listening to the extravaganza. By the way, I did get some interesting mail this week, and not all of it was from Ted or Brother Green in Brooklyn. Charles sent me a link to some AI-created George Carlin, and I have yet to bring myself to listen to it. It's kind of like uh, the fact, yes, the fact that I will never use AI to write a radio show. Can there be anything lazier than doing that, than having, than having the computer doing the work you damn well fucking should be doing if you're hosting or part of any other radio or, or, or internet program? No desire to hear that stuff. To me, it's, uh, it's uh, blasphemy of the secular variety to use his voice uh, for, for what? To provide me with my material? And by the way, I, I would never do that. And those people that are doing it and using his voice to do their material, not a good thing. And if you are passing it off as actual, Colin, uh, you must die quite painfully and slowly, slowly. Is Jack Reacher available? Is he out there anywhere? How dare he create a fake and therefore inferior Colin as you are the one that's deciding what George would have said about something like you fucking know like you have some particular insight again I have not listened to the AI George and as the man left behind plenty of observations and opinions and entertaining comedy bits who the fuck needs it who needs it and who needs celebrity endorsements any longer see if you want to do AI if you're in radio, you want to do a... Uh, you remember, it used to be a thing to get uh, whoever, to get Frankie Valley into the studio to uh, to chat about how this is the best radio show everywhere you, you can go, playing the hits that should be heard everywhere. Yeah. You can use AI now to make your own celebrities. Like, Hi, I'm Jerry Garcia, and you're listening to my warm, close, old friend, John P. Lightning, on the Radio New York International, on the Radio New York International, with your extravaganza, man. No, it's true. It's true. AI, it's the new Photoshop. It's the audio version of Photoshop when it's done in that manner. And I am not interested. I I mean, okay, it would be quite useful for making bits but creating dialogue that will be passed off as being actual dialogue that really occurred not good not good as that be donald would say what is good 
is that you are tuned to the show you know as you're the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. Well, you can ask me any question you want to by email, Lightning at AOL.com, because I'm just that fucking brilliant and avail yourself of my brilliance, Lightning at AOL.com. One more time, Lightning at AOL.com. I remember, you know, I remember when if you had a question nobody else could answer it, and uh, you weren't near a library or you didn't have the complete set of Compton's encyclopedias, there was a phone number you would call here in New York City uh, that uh, was affiliated with the New York Public Library where an actual person, not AI, would answer the phone and attempt to answer your questions. An actual human! And uh, obviously she's long been de-employed. And uh, who knows, maybe there is some AI replica on, uh, on the phone line now providing those answers and in a much more timely fashion. And the degree to which this has to be allowing cheating, allowing students to fake their way through school, AI-written school papers. I mean, why bother with tests any longer? That's, that's so fucking old school. I mean, methods of cheating have gotten bigly better, which is why, yeah, mankind is doomed, folks. Mankind is doomed, and well, it's, it's likely we deserve to be. And uh, what, what, what some people call wokeness, uh, and, and you know, I, I hate that fucking word because I, I, I don't get it and I don't want it. But it it has silenced a lot of comedy. Now, I, I rarely go show with, without relating to you what you probably already know, which is uh, so many of the comedy bits that I enjoy playing, uh, many of them are somewhat old and could not be aired today, could not be produced today, because it would it would fray the tissue-thin feelings of people that so easily get offended, particularly people who are all uh, maybe LGBTQRST or, or, or members of a bona fide registered minority group, can't do that anymore. Just can't do it. And uh, you, you, you certainly can't do it regarding persons of color uh, during Black Pride Month, unless, of course, you're on WBCQ. The good guys have more fun. 11 L-R-N-I That's right On the go-go America is fascinated by the psychic powers of Jamaican soothsayer Miss Cleo Oh, excuse me That was a fuck-up on my part Who would have expected that from you, John P. Lightning? Because I finished that rap right in time with the top of the hour And what did I do or not do? Mm-hmm, you're right. I failed to do an official top of the hour. Therefore, uh, let me sneak that in before I try playing that routine one more fucking time. And, of course, that means it's going to have to queue up. And it's not queuing up. Two, three, four. Still not queuing up. Okay. la di da di da 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 You know, when I say sometimes I believe... We were better off in this business, much better off when uh, when we were using carts. Mm-hmm. I was right. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, transmitting from Monticello, Maine, in the United States of America. All right, now let's try that. Uh, let's try that segment one more time. The good guys have more fun. Eleven L R N I. Wow. 
America is fascinated by the psychic powers of Jamaican soothsayer, Miss Cleo. And she's standing by right now to help you believe in your future. Call now for your free reading. Miss Cleo has been a Chango shaman for the last 22 years, and she's ready to share her special gift with you. Hi, Miss Cleo. What does the immediate future hold for me? Well, sweetie, tonight you're going to go home and smoke a big Bob Marley joint to celebrate the money you've been making by praying on the frailties of others. I am? Oh, wait, my mistake. That's what I'll be doing tonight. <laughs> Experience an authentic tarot reading from Miss Cleo, the Caribbean's most German shaman. Miss Cleo, I was wondering, should I break up with my boyfriend? Well, let me consult the cards there, dearie. Ooh, I just turned over the wild draw four card. Ooh, wild draw four? What's that mean? It means I forgot me tarot cards, so I'm substituting with a deck from a game of Uno. Don't wait. <laughs> Call the captivating and charismatic Miss Cleo and hear the future. Miss Cleo, could you give me tonight's winning lottery numbers? Sure, Ting darling. But first, you're going to have to give me the numbers on your credit card. So stop being ignorant about the future and start being stupid about the present by calling Miss Cleo right now at 1-800-SCAMMON. That's 1-800-SCAMMON. Call Miss Cleo now for your free misreading. What that man be doing to you? I don't know. Woman, he be no good. When he go back to jail. <laughs> now, who be that other smooth man who take your money? I hmm? don't know. Man, let me tell you something, girl. You could have given that money to me. I do not bathe, and I am out of incense. <laughs> if you were not so stupid, I would dance around chicken bones and conjure up the spirit of Estero. <laughs> Girl, you'd be so fine. Help me experience the benefit of your credit card reading and help subsidize the ever-growing telemarketing industry that caters to the uninformed Negro. For only $6.99 a second, I will tell you what you want to hear and less than you already know. Call now to get fleeced go to the payphone at your local check cashing store and dial 1-800 john b lightning a little bit of everything 11 lr and i on the planet wbcq Did you, uh, did you recognize that jingle? Because you know, John P. Lightning is all about jingles. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll sing along then. All right, are you ready? I'm going to sing. Salino and Bonds, injury attorneys, call 1-800-888-8888. I pretty well got that right. Because uh, for, some, for some reason, I don't remember who, who was this week that mentioned to me Salino and Bonds and got me all off and going on Salino and Bonds, but... More on that later because uh, I am in that silly mood. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a jingle person, and and about the only reason for anybody to listen to cousin Brucey's uh, Saturday night, whatever the fuck it is, there his uh, his uh, program on what's normally talk radio seventy seven WABC at seventy seven on the AM dial where uh, where no one is listening uh, under the age of uh, seventy. Matter of fact, I think you have to be at least 70 to listen to the station or, uh, or they'll drive a truck to your house with a couple of police officers in it and arrest you and beat you with truncheons. I think that's the way it goes. But it's, it's bad radio. It's 
slow radio. You know, if, if you're going to do a show, oh, okay, and Cousin Brucey is, you know, 106 or whatever he is, I don't expect him to do high-energy radio. But uh, he'll do things like, like take phone calls that just truly do bring the show to a screeching halt. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, give you an example of that. Now, uh, here's, the, uh, here's the, uh, the original version of, uh, of a Pam's jingle uh, that played at the top of just about every hour back in the day on 77 WABC. More music on 77 WABC. WABC, New York. So, of course, you hear at the, at the top of that jingle, you hear the voice of Dan Ingram. Now, that inspired me to produce a version of that jingle featuring mm-hmm, Dan Ingram. More music on Radio Wonderful And they couldn't get it right, or I guess they couldn't get the rights to using Dan Ingram's voice, even though he's dead. What, what are they afraid? What, 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 what is family after all those years on WABC? What, would they file a lawsuit? Would they sue to get some uh, remuneration for, uh, for, for WABC simply using more music on? Because they didn't. Uh, they just used a regular old uh, voice person of some kind to do it. More music on 77 WABC. WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. WABC. Music Radio, this is 77 WABC. Cousins, here on WABC. WABC, you listen to Cousin Brucey. Let's go to our telephone right now and Cousin Sarah from Long Island. Oh boy, this is this is this is tedious. Hi, Cousin Brucey. Happy Valentine's Day to you tonight. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day, Sarah. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you. So, what's going on with you, Sarah? What's happening? Oh, happy to be in love. He was identifying her as somebody else, I believe. He was about to call her Karen. So what's going on with you, Sarah? What's (laughs) happening? Oh, just happy to be in Long Island. What? Have my family close by, have friends close by. Just enjoying life. That's, you know, that's so good. That's so good that so many people are, at least we're getting back to uh, the borderline of where we should be and where we were. That's mm-hmm. good. It's so good to hear that. And I know that makes a lot of people listen to you happy, Sarah. So what can I play for you tonight, my love? I would love to hear Moss Code of Love by the oh. Capris. Okay, now may I do this? Rhonda Young also will ask for that song. 
So would it be mm. all right if I played for both of you? Yeah, absolutely, sure. Need amphetamines for this show. There you go, because Sarah said yes. There you go. All right, Sarah, who do you want to dedicate it to? I want to dedicate it to everyone listening tonight. And this is dedicated also because it was my husband's favorite songs. And he's songs? passed away two years ago. Ooh, but Sarah, we love so the music, sorry. and that keeps mm-hmm. us going. All right. Honey, music is the food of love. Let me tell you. Shakespeare. I, wish, I often quote that, and it's so, pro- so wonderful and proper at this time. About the only thing they're, uh, they're getting right with this show is uh, they've recreated the echo. <laughs> Listen, I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck. But you're going to go on. You sound like you have a lot of energy and a lot of desire for life and living. Thank you, Sarah. Love you. Call me again. No, no, please. Don't ever call him again. Don't do it. Won't you come on in? Oh, won't you come on in? The weekend's fine. Yep, Cousin Brucie is still on Sirius XM and on WABC every Saturday night. Bless him, in an entirely non-religious way, for continuing to keep music radio WABC somewhat alive. Thank you, Cousin. You're gonna be there, there's gonna be a happening 77. WABC. Yeah! WBCQ! WBCQ Chime Time, 912 Eastern Standard Time. Is it standard? Holy shit! It's John B. Lightning! Yeah, I don't play as much doo-wop as I should. And this uh this uh seventies slice of doo-wop by the by the Capris. Um, sh- sh- should I try doing this again? maybe I should. Alright, let's 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 just try and see if I can get it right this time, alright? Holy shit! It's John B. Lightning! First wave music! It's some later period, some later edition of doo-wop music. It's not getting any better. Maybe I should take the rest of the night off. Yeah, I know, you'd like that. Well, some of you would.
Radio is more music. Radio New York International. If nobody likes it, we'll probably play it. But who doesn't like Miss Candy Kane? Guitar goddess 
Rora Chavez. Yeah! Eleven. jingle one of my favorite pam's jingles they're all favorites and of course i'm one of your favorite one of your favorite air personalities right nod your head nod your head yes fucko i being the lightning god jp lightning jp lightning uh yeah well the, the, the guy that's here every other week doing the type of radio that no one else would dare to do because uh, it's not commercial enough yeah which is one more reason why it's so fucking good brother skip checks in to say what a right Golden Sneakers from the King of Golden Showers. Yes, indeed, Bally. Uh, he writes, I saw that Trump is now selling pricey sneakers. Yes, which we uh, spoke about at the top of the show. These are most likely going to be brought or bought by folks who have their retirement funds invested in as <laughs> Christmas trucks and NASCAR miniatures. <laughs> exactly. Your, your basic sundry... <clears throat> maggot and uh basic they are and uh by the way for the uh, boogeyman who suggested that uh that snow uh meaning this uh this infused weed uh might be the thing i need uh i haven't had any weed this week so i don't know if it would be uh sometimes the weed has exactly the opposite effect and i don't want to find out certainly don't want to find out while we're here live for you on the queue on 11L, we're exploring the roots of rock and roll. Early rock and roll. Was a big year for roots of rock music as RB began to morph into something harder, something with a stronger beat, music that would inspire a young Elvis Presley into helping create in Memphis, Tennessee, the sound that was to be called rock and roll. Artists such as Muddy Waters, Amos Milburn, Winoni Harris, Joe Turner, Jackie Brenston, and Holland Wolf. To list just a few of those who are helping to find the roots of rock, released many seminal sides in 51. It was also the year that New York's federal label released a tune by an R&B aggregation called The Dominoes, and they made it to number one on the R&B charts with a double entendre lace tune entitled 60 Minute Man, which was recorded in New York City in December of 1950. The tune even hit the pop charts, selling in excess of a million seventy-eights, topping out at number 17. 
That's how strong the performance was. The Dominoes featured many talented singers and musicians, among them the great Clyde McFadder on vocals, who went on the front of Drifters, and Billy Ward, who supplied that gliding lead bass vocal that defined the tune. It also featured guitar genius Renee Hall, whose impressive playing graced many R&B and early rock hits of the 50s. 60 Minute Man is all about sex. Indeed, the 60 minutes mentioned in the song was how long the singer claimed he could last before uh, <coughs> blowing his top. It was the story of Love and Dan, the backdoor man, the 60 Minute Man, and it was a prime example of the type of dirty blues record many wanted banned from the airwaves. Indeed, 60 Minute Man was banned by many stations as being a tad too salacious, and it inspired many similar songs about a singer's sexual prowess, such as The Swallows, It Ain't the Meat, It's the Motion, and The Dewdroppers, Can't Do 60 No More, which the Dominoes later covered. With its lyric line claiming, I rock em, roll em all night long, it captured the attention of DJ Alan Freed, who popularized the use of the phrase rock and roll to describe the music he championed. Music that was despised, as sinful as the devil's music by many. And those people were rather appalled by the lyrics and the driving beat of this new music. The beat, the beat, the beat, Satan's beat. And the music was truly nothing more than an amalgam of existing musical styles blended into something unique and kinda new. Yes, the term rock and roll was little more than a euphemism for fucking, as its lyrics were quite suggestive. One more reason for good moral citizens to deride the music and demand its removal from the airwaves. Well, the tune was initially scheduled to be a B-side and went unreleased for a few months. Finally released as an A-side, it spent 36 weeks on the R&B charts. It also inspired many cover versions and answer records, but not a one of them could top the original. And by the way, that is guitar god Renee Hall that you've been listening to. Sixty minute man, sixty minute man, call him 
Radio New York International, a feature I've been meaning to get to for some time. Well, I think we add one of them, was one put together by WLNG, tracing the history of some of their classic Pam's jingles, in which we play one of those jingles and then play our version of that jingle. Yeah, it's not only the history of rock and roll that we celebrate here at 11L, where you'll always hear the greatest jingles ever. Yours truly, John P. Lightning. Eleven LR and nine. Invite you to take a minute Woo-hoo! and put a jingle, jingle in it. It's the jingle of the day. So you're new in town. This is another jingle from Pam Series 28. The title is Welcome Back. Its original lyrics were, So you're new in town. We're so happy to have you around. 77 WABC. Although the demo was made using the WABC calls, it's not clear whether WABC ever used this cut on the air. Incidentally, demos were sent to prospective clients and five-inch reels, packed in custom boxes, and had to be played back on reel-to-reel tape recorders quarters. This 1964 cut was customized for WLNG during the early 1980s using the same track but with slightly altered lyrics. So you're new in town. We're delighted that you like our sound. Welcome to WLNG. So you're new in town. We're delighted that you like our sound. Welcome to WLNG. Jingles. Go, go! Jingles can't be fun. R-M-I. What is that wonderful smell? Mmm, <clears throat> what smells so minty? Did you buy some new potpourri? <clears throat> hey, it smells like a new car. What is it? <clears throat> hey, where's the vase with all the fresh-cut flowers? <clears throat> hey, that smells like a freshly mowed field of buttercups and lilies. What is it? They'll never know you're sporting the new Rectament Suppository. So go ahead, cheese away. Better get Rectament Fart Masking Suppositories and then let them rip. We love Rectament. 
mint. And coming soon for the ladies, queefies. From the great state of Maine. This is the planet WBCQ from America. Welcome to another thrill-packed episode of Men from Maine. As today's action-packed adventure begins, two new neighbors meet for the very first time. Well, howdy there, new neighbor. My name is Ephus Martin. Nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet you, too. I'm Les Fellin. Say, how would you like to go to a party at my house this weekend that I'm having? Well, thank you very much. I'd love to be there. Well, I should warn you first, though, that there's going to be lots of drinking. Well, I can handle that. And there's also going to be lots of dancing and loud music. Well, I can trip the light fantastic. I should also warn you that there may be some fighting going on there, too. Well, I don't mind a good brouhaha every now and then. Well, I hope to see you there. Oh, by the way, there's probably going to be lots of sex going on. Oh, that sounds mighty fine to me. What should I wear? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. It's just going to be the two of us. <laughs> Join us again next time for another thrilling episode of the exciting adventures of men from Maine. Uh-uh. International The guy who is the jingle guru Just for you Lightning being silly as usual, but again, if I wasn't silly, you'd uh, you'd probably be in bed already, or, or doing doing something Nah, there's nothing you can be doing that would be more fun. Then listening to John Lightning running his mouth on Planet Radio WBCQ. Have an email here from John who states, Sad thing is, Trump face released gold sneakers and people bought them out. Well, of course! And even sadder, it is not necessarily fans of Trump. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. It's collectors that couldn't give a fuck about Trump, just wanting to cash in on the item. Anyway, I'm listening in Bermuda as usual. Well, I'm, uh, and uh, John, uh, John didn't state, uh, and matter of fact, I didn't even think he stated last time uh, whether or not he was listening to us on the shortwave or listening in Bermuda via the internet. I am curious. He finishes by saying, keep warm on your island. Mine is cold and windy tonight. Wow, that's unusual. I'm keeping relatively warm because I've got this, I've got this uh, heating pad. On my back, I keep it here continuously, and the only thing it appears to be doing is uh, is making my back wet. Back doesn't feel much better, but I feel the best when I'm either just sitting or laying down. But the minute I have to get up and you know stand or or walk, it could be somewhat painful. And uh, yeah, I'm complaining, I'm bitching and moaning. Why shouldn't I complain and bitch and moan? After all, I am John Lightning, bringing you the show you know is the extravaganza, and there's no reason ever, ever, for you to even consider listening to any other radio show, except the one that is now, well, that's now making your life much better. Right? Am I fucking right? And now, on 11L, it's your extravaganza. That's a bunch of malarkey. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, You didn't pay? You're delinquent? 
He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. And the assholes cheer. They clap and scream and cheer at the thought of abandoning our allies. And he did say, I would encourage them, meaning Russia, to do whatever the hell they wanted, meaning go ahead, invade. Not our problem. How dare you? Make America great again. Make America great again by abandoning our allies and allowing a Russian resurgence that could destroy Europe. If that's what you want, you truly just might be too fucking stupid to be listening to this program. The simple truth. You've got to pay your bills. Donald Trump, deadbeat Donald, as I refer to him, actually said... Actually. You gotta pay. You gotta pay your bills. The gall. The hypocrisy. The unmitigated, no doubt about it, government grade. You can't believe he said it, but yeah, you should have expected him to say it. Bullshit. That this motherfucker wields and people want him back at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. No, thank you. NATO has kept us out of war for many decades now. And regardless of whether or not other NATO countries are paying their fair share or paying anything near what we're paying into NATO, and yes, we should be paying more because we're the United States, and yes, we have the biggest and best armed forces, so we're naturally going to assume most of the load But as long as the other NATO countries are ponying up sufficient, I'm fine with that. But to think that if they couldn't come up with the money or the amount of money he believes they should be coming up with, that he would break from NATO, that he would tell our allies, in essence, fuck off. Oh, fuck you. Fuck the lot of you. Fuck you all. And give Vladimir Putin what he wants, meaning the United States separated from NATO which would so weaken NATO that perhaps then, well, watch out, Poland and other nearby nations. So if you don't have enough money, fuck you. You're on your own. That's this fucking guy's attitude. And there are people foolish enough, uninformed or underinformed enough to yet again cast a vote for this crook, this criminal, this cheat, this con man. This scumbag, scumbag, scumbag. Scumbag. But I don't hate or even dislike most of those people. Some of them I really actually love because some of them are friends and family members. And all they really leave me feeling? Sad. One more time, Deadbeat Donald said, You gotta pay your bills. Yeah, it's all projection. From one of this planet's more loathsome creatures, the Svachim himself. The Svachim himself. Who desires four more years, not to save America, not to make America great again, not to help you, but to help, of course, uh-huh, keep himself out of the big house. If you've got a speck of respect for this nation, for the constitution of this nation, if you want democracy to survive and thrive, don't enable this rat bastard. But if you do, if you do cast a vote for him, 
ten or so months from now, you will have to live with the shame of your vote. I, on the other hand, (coughs) will not. That's what I'm talking about. I hope, he states, after that somewhat, somewhat, after that condescending remark. Yeah, it doesn't make me better than you or smarter than you. Just makes me a better citizen, a true patriot, and a real American. That's right. One that does not want to blow up our democracy. Ah, that's enough. I'm going to be doing this for many months to come. And if I even manage to convince one or two of you to abandon your support of this loathsome lowlife, then the time I've spent talking about him and why you should not support him will be time well spent. Time very well spent. certainly are on the planet, on planet radio WBCQ. Uh, I, I get meal, yeah, I actually do get an email uh, when I'm off the air. And uh, one of my uh, regular and favorite emails is, is my pal, uh, brother Alan Green, back in the old country of Brooklyn. And uh, our last show I was talking about uh, forever, how uh, nothing is forever, how you own nothing, no matter what you buy. You don't really own it anymore. Uh, and what, what got me started on it was uh, because uh, some streaming services, uh, when they lose access to uh, specific movie or television libraries, just take away from you, take away from you the ability to download and or stream uh, shit you thought you bought, stuff you thought you own. And Alan wrote, this happens frequently. Licensing deals expired or are not renewed or the cost of renewal may be too steep for the content provider. Therefore, downloads or streams you purchase, or should I say you thought you purchased, they suddenly stop working and just go away. And, uh, wait a minute. Okay, let's see there. Um, you, know, you know what I'm doing here? I'm, I'm reading the email I sent him. And not what he sent me. I knew I knew what I was reading here seemed like uh, seemed rather familiar. Anyway, I went on to mention that I watch videos on YouTube. Boy, oh boy, is 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 the pain that much getting to me tonight? Uh, I watch videos. See, I need an excuse. I watch videos on YouTube by former Staten Islander Lewis Rossman. He bought an HP printer scanner all in one unit, which, if I recall correctly, he mostly used to scan in documents to save as PDF files, a function that obviously does not require the use of printer ink. Well, he got a depleted ink cartridge notice, and uh, he got that notice and posted a video about it on the same day I got that. I got the same notice uh, on cartridges I barely used. However, this printer uh, was initially bought by me two or so years ago. So HP apparently, uh, well, well, they're overdue to make some more money on me. Anyway, he, meaning Lewis Rossman, failed to replace the ink cartridges that were quite full. And HP disabled the unit so that it would not even be able to scan a document. At least until all four printer cartridges were replaced. 
Like me, he bought a printer that he could never stop paying for, especially as HP cartridges are digitally chipped so that they're recognized as such. And what that means is if you try to replace them with gray market cartridges or even re-inked HP cartridges, they won't work. And your printer will remain as disabled as your average MAGA moron is mentally. <laughs> I know that wasn't nice, but who cares? Yeah, all the joys and improvements the digital age has enabled. All the steal as much of your cash as they can. And this is in part why I, the lightning guy, I download anything I may want to watch. I don't trust that it's going to be there the next day. I download everything. Because once it's on my computer, <laughs> come and get it, motherfuckers. If I could stream it, but without the downloading option, I'll pass on the service. And many of these services do not offer actual downloads. See, uh, YouTube has a download button that does not give you a downloaded file. No, no download of, of the audio or video shows up on your computer. What, what that link is, is uh, it's little more than a link to your download. A link that could disappear without notice. It's a link to the download that's saved on YouTube's hardware, not on your hardware. Now, that download just gives you the option of calling it up and streaming it. So, it's a bookmark. <laughs> Nothing more. And, of course, it will be available for so long as their licensing agreement is in effect. Or until they decide that this is an option that you're going to have to pay a monthly fee to access. So, music and movies and the like, they can go away. Boo! Bye! See ya! Again, files you thought you bought and own can go bye-bye without notice. Matter of fact, rarely is notice given at all. It's another scam giving you no recourse. My email to Alan continues. Those files you shut out for have not found their forever home. Indeed, as the article points out uh, that got me started on this, the article that was sent to me by Mr. Green. Now I remember how this all started. Oof, uh, I'm telling you, uh, uh, memory problems, I, uh, I, 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 I haven't. Forever rarely is forever. If you want to ensure access to content you thought you owned, you might need physical copies of said content to enjoy it. And that is why I grab those TV shows and movies and the music I like from the Usenet using a file aggregating service. And by the way, that's easy news. You should uh, look into it if, uh, if you want to secure basically anything that's come out seemingly forever. And... Uh, they archive their content for five years or more. And that gives me plenty of time to stream or download just about anything I might want to see or hear from this aggregated site. Which means I now own them. I own them without actually buying them. Which I believe to be a better all-around outcome than paying a monthly fee for something that can be taken away. 
and taken away without any financial recourse for me, this so-called alleged, uh, I thought I was the owner of that stuff. By the way, this aggregated monthly fee, Easy News' monthly fee for unlimited, pretty much unlimited access to downloading and streaming, 25 bucks a month. Well worth that cost to me. So I do not rely on streaming media for all of the aforementioned reasons. Except in those rare instances where I cannot otherwise obtain the media I desire. And again, this even extends to hardware. Kind of. Because, as I mentioned, I bought this HP printer that I used a few years ago. Couldn't figure it out for the longest time until Brother Dave the Boogeyman came here and helped me out. And it was a mistake. I should have bought a Brother printer, which I actually ended up buying as a backup before Dave figured out how to connect it to the Internet, which I thought was necessary, and that turned out to be... mm Mm-hmm. A problem, my downfall. The HP printer is connected to the internet, and it seems to not work, or not all that well, when I do disable the option, because I tried. Well, when HP decided it was time for me to purchase four new overpriced ink cartridges, I got a notice, came up on the screen on the printer, telling me that my ink cartridges were nearly empty. Despite the fact that I've barely done enough printouts to deplete them at all. And you guessed it, they disabled the printer, which will be the case until I replace them. And the average cost of replacing the printer cartridges, because you just can't you just can't replace the black one. I tried. The average cost eighty dollars. I bought my brother back up that backup printer scanner, for a total of $50. Now, of course, again, I could disconnect the HP printer from the Internet, which HP will notice, and then punish me for by, again, disabling the printer. (laughs) This is why I say on this show that quite often, when you buy something electronic or something that's Internet-ready, quite often, you don't really own it. Well, at least you don't fully own it. And it's the same thing with cars that can be remotely disabled or that charge you a fee to activate features you bought the car for, not expecting to pay more dollars for those features you thought you bought and owned. And they often require proprietary parts that, of course, you can only buy from the car's manufacturer. And much like with the HP printers, uh, the usually exorbitant prices that they bilk you for. And I then thanked Alan for helping me script what turns out to be a segment on this bullshit. And I also linked him up with a a couple of Louis Rossman's videos. And if you're not familiar with Louis Rossman, a former resident of this island who escaped this island when he was 19, uh, look him up on YouTube. And uh, I I do believe you'll be uh, rather impressed with his content. So... I think that the digital age, the downsides of the digital age are more and more coming to the fore. You know, the uh, the toothbrush you buy that, uh, that if you don't brush every day, it sends an email to your dentist. 
the vehicle, and I believe it was a Tesla vehicle, uh, that came with heated seats. Hey, nice feature, heated seats, which didn't work for the person that bought the Tesla, not for that feature, but uh, thinking, hey, this is going to be a really useful feature because I live in Maine, and then found out the feature didn't work because it would not be made available unless you paid a monthly fee to access the heated seats. When I say so many times, I've got to get out of here. I've really got to get out of here. These are reasons why. But wherever else I go on this globe, we're going to encounter the same problems, the same issues. Yeah. As somebody, right now, I'm, I'm conflicted between uh, tossing the HP printer, although it's functioning just fine and it is a really swell printer because it's going to cost me $80 to get it working again. Or tossing it, bringing in the brother printer from the garage and going with a so-called lesser printer, which again, only cost me $50. However, one of the reasons why they do this, which Lewis Rossman pointed out in his video, was HP has claimed that you might get viruses from bootleg or refilled HP cartridges. They're trying to make the claim that viruses can be implanted on your computer through the printer, well, actually through the printer's cartridge, which I believe in, Lewis believes to be absolute, total, complete, 40-weight, government-grade bullshit. (sighs) Next thing you know, We'll be buying computers, laptops, and tablets that won't play certain content because the content might be offensive to some people. (laughs) Think I'm over the top with that statement? Uh, I only hope you and I don't find out otherwise. Join the crowd. Join the crowd. You're in. You're in. John Lightning. Radio New York International. Car theft is on the rise. In America, a car is stolen every 12 seconds. What can you do to protect your car? An expensive car alarm system won't protect your car from being stolen. The club won't protect the valuables inside your car. But a big black guy named Ben can. Get away from the car, motherfucker. For less than you'd pay for an expensive car alarm system, and even less than you'd pay for the club, you can get a big black guy named Ben to protect your automobile. Get away from the car, motherfucker. It's simple to use. Just leave the big black guy named Ben in your car whenever you get out, and he does the rest. Whenever anyone gets within six feet of your car, Ben simply gets out of the car and tells them. Get away from the car, motherfucker. Listen to these testimonials from people who use a big black guy named Ben. It's always nice to have someone to ride with, although he really doesn't say much, just... Get away from the car, motherfucker. That's about it. I didn't get a big black guy named Ben to chat with. I got him to protect my car. It's the best investment I've ever made. My neighborhood isn't that great. There have been a lot of car thefts. I can't tell you how many times I've heard... Get away from the car, motherfucker. Knowing that I've got a big black guy named Ben protecting my car lets me sleep better at night. 
Call now, 1-800-1-BIG-GUY. That's 1-800-1-B-I-G-G-U-I. And instead of hearing this, you'll hear this. Get away from the car, motherfucker. If anyone should ask you, you're tuned to... The Extravaganza. The best show on Sunday with John Paul Lightning. Well, here's an old bit. It mentions baseball player Cecil Fielder. He retired in the 90s, early 90s, I believe. And he, he was a somewhat portly fellow also. So how did he decide to transition? Because being a girl now is all the rage, of course. Man, I was ahead of my time. And getting some, too. Uh, this bit mentions both Sports Illustrated and CNN, both of which are dead. Well, okay, CNN on life support. But I've never played it before, and it's just stupid enough, so... Here you go. Imagine a cable news network that covers swimsuits the way Sports Illustrated covers swimsuits and covers sports the way CNN covers the world. Introducing CNN SISC, the CNN Sports Illustrated swimsuit channel. Round-the-clock sports and swimsuit coverage rolled into one, like golf. Steve Elkington is lining up his final putt here on the ninth hole. Steve is wearing a surprisingly revealing French-cut bikini that shows off his taut tummy without emphasizing his hips. CNN SISC brings you baseball. It's the top of the seventh, and Cecil Fielder stepping up to the plate in a slimming one-piece with vertical stripes. Fielder's been battling a weight problem for years, Al, but the way the swimsuit lengthens his torso, you barely notice those extra pounds. And it accentuates his ample breasts very nicely. CNN SISC covers football. It's a beautiful day here at Michigan Stadium, and the Michigan tight end has never looked tighter. Thanks to his daring designer thong and matching low-cut bra. CNN SISC, the CNN Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Channel. If there's a big sweaty guy in a girl's bathing suit, we'll be... Be there. John Lightning! He's happening in the stratosphere, ionosphere, the troposphere, and right down here. Unfilled radio, RNI. Now that bit we played, CNN SISC, that format might save CNN. Well, and that's especially true as we are in the age of everybody's trans. Well, everybody can be. Well, some people can be. Most people shouldn't be. And those people that want to be should really rethink it unless they're incredibly sure about who and what they want to be or certifiably gender dysphoric or just want to wear some nice, frilly, comfortable clothing. I don't know. But after all, gender is nothing more than a social construct which I would describe as, well, I'll let no less a little life than Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Simple Green. Tell you what it is. Bullshit. Pure government-grade 40-weight bullshit. It's all bullshit. For those of you all wondering, yes, how many genders are there? Exactly, precisely. Two. Two. Everything else is a variation on those two, which is fine. Although you wouldn't know there were such variations living out here on the Isle of Staten because in the, oh, in the 15, 17, I don't know how fucking long I live here now, but I have never encountered any person on my Isle that I would describe as looking like one of these gender-fluid folks. By the way, one should have their gender-fluid replaced at least every 20,000 miles. All right. And if you're gender fluid, that's fine, I guess. Again, I'm using the word fine, but it might not be. Pick a gender and stay with it, at least for a day or two. 
Oh, yes, yes. You know, today I'm trans, poly, want a cracker, something. I'm not sure, but it really doesn't much matter because I'm going to change my genders at noontime, maybe sooner. And identify as you wish. You, you could identify as a John Deere tractor, as a circular saw, anything. You, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be an actual person. And yes, Chris, thanks for the email during the week. To answer your question, no, I've never, while living out here, I don't need to use pronouns. I haven't, you know, I haven't, I've yet to run into anybody that looks as though they use pronouns. Meaning they've got multiple tats, bad hair, way too big fucking glasses, and a ship's anchor hanging out of their nose. Gotta have the ship's anchor. If there's no nasal piercing, I'm assuming the person is not using pronouns. Because who could keep up with all that shit? I, I, I was watching a TikTok video the other day. Somebody sent me a link. I normally don't watch TikTok videos, right? Right. Of this woman, or so it seemed, it might have been, explaining her T-shirt, which had like three or four different colors, and each color reflected a different aspect of her, I think it was her, sexuality. Who then mentioned that she's pronoun fluid. No! Pick a pronoun or two, just like a gender. Stay with it a while. But it still won't matter to me because I'll never use pronouns. I'll never approach you as such. If, you know, if, if I'm approaching somebody and I'm looking at the person and I'm thinking, I don't know the gender of this person. I'll simply say, excuse me, my name's John. What's yours? Done. Present as you wish. I'm very accepting of just about everybody, save for really dumb people and ultra magus. Oh, excuse me. I already said really dumb people. But this maybe 1% less of our population continue to receive attention not concomitant with their numbers. I don't know. I don't understand. Then again, many of these people don't know or understand who and what they are. And I hope they find their way. And yeah, I hope they find happiness. And yeah, I hope they find acceptance. Although if they're living here in the Isle of Staten, they might find that to be difficult. Which is probably why there are few of them here, if any of them here. <laughs> I'll let you know when I come across one, all right? And I don't mean to marginalize the differently sexually abled or differently gender abled. And besides, it could be rather amusing. I'm a clown, I amuse you. Not that they mean to be, I assume. But I should assume nothing. When it comes to those who exclaim by their very appearance that they're different. I just wonder, invariably I wonder. Most of these folks are relatively young in in their 20s, maybe early 30s. And I know based on having been around a bit longer than them, at some point they're going to try looking more normal, if they can. I mean, when you're all tatted up and your face is pockmarked, not from uh, childhood acne, but from the dozens of piercings you once had in it, you're more likely to want to fit the fuck in. Anyway, on this TikTok video, somebody uh, took out their phone and began recording a vehicle that had advertising on it for some local coffee shop that showed as part of their logo a cartoon 
uh, or a caricature of a person about to drink a cup of, uh, of that brand of coffee, I guess, who was shirtless and who had scars at that portion of his or her chest. Well, I say his or her because the scars apparently were from where this genetic girl had her breasts excised from her body so she could now appear to be a he. And I was a bit flummoxed and stymied, wondering why this coffee shop would incorporate that graphic into their logo, thereby trying to appeal to the 0.5% of the population that have had their breasts removed to live as a guy. I guess they're trying to celebrate such different people because there's a good chance they'll never have one of those persons come into their coffee shop. Although if they did, and the person passed really well as a guy, they wouldn't know, and I wouldn't know. The only thing I do know is that that type of branding seems a little fucking odd. And the former gal in this drawing was holding the coffee cup up in the air, poised over uh, his face in such a manner that if he tried to take a drink from it, the coffee would end up all over his face, burning him badly. Pal, in, uh, in our effort to be all-inclusive, or much more inclusive as a society, and to say that, yeah, look, we are being exceedingly acceptive of this particular minority, a good thing, that we're visibly celebrating those who have had surgeries so that their appearance conforms to the gender they want to be. And again, that's fine. And again, that's good. Good for that person. At least until they get older. I'm telling you, a lot of these folks are likely to regret their decisions, particularly those who have had bottom surgery, effectively eliminating their ability to have sex or appreciate sex. You know, if you're a guy and you had the equipment lopped off, you can't even fucking masturbate. You essentially go through life without the ability to enjoy getting off, orgasming. Seems a tad excessive and over the top to me. And from uh, having done copious research in this area, because it does fascinate me, the complications that come along, well, you can come at that point, but that, uh, that are associated with having one's three-piece set removed or a surgical attempt to refashion one part of that set into a faux vagina. Many of those that have had this surgery have to follow it up with multiple surgeries, more surgeries because of the complications involved. Complications that are likely to get much more onerous as that person ages. Chris, don't send me any more emails about this subject, okay? Because it gets me going. Uh, But not in a sexual way. Dude, sick! And by the way, most female-to-male transitioners will have surgery to have their breasts removed, but will maintain their male equipment if only because they like to come and do not want to suffer the nasty side effects that such radical surgery generally leads to. So there. (laughs) 
How did I get off on this topic? Well, at least I'm able to get off. Get on top, honey. Because many of these people won't be able to anymore. And that seems fucking awful to me. But then again, I've never been gender dysphoric. So no, I'll, I'll never be able to understand that drive, that need to make the change. Because I'm sure going through life or going through a good portion of your life, feeling as if or downright knowing that for your mindset, you were born into the wrong body, that's got to be awful. Which is why I wish those people well. I do hope they find happiness uh, post-surgery. And live lives of substance. Find love, find happiness, and can be comfortable enough in their bodies to tell those that make light of them or otherwise put them down to go fuck themselves. Although one might need surgery to do that. Go fuck yourself! Johnny Lightning! Why does he fail so miserably? I don't know. We get all the sandwich stuff for the kids' lunch. They don't like turkey anymore. Yeah, I know. What about the bananas? Yeah, I got them too. But, honey. What? You're going to have to put those eggs back. They don't like eggs anymore? No, they like eggs. But we have to set that $7 aside. For killing Palestinians? What? I mean, don't we give Israel $4 billion a year anyways? Yeah, and now we're giving them another $14 billion. Do you know how much that is per American taxpayer? No. It's like $85 per person. Apparently it's costing us a lot of money to drop bombs on Gaza. It's <sighs> terrible. Yeah. Don't they get universal health care too? Yeah, they do. We're paying for that too, probably. Might as well put the bananas back. Why the f*** do we have to pay for all of this? Don't cuss at me. I'm Jake Uger and I approve this message. Let's save lives together at jankforamerica.com. Well, that ad, the best thing to date to come out of Jank Uger's Not a Chance presidential candidacy. Yes! So see now, it only cost me $85 to help kill people. And yeah, a lot of those people are people that I would happily kill. But why the fuck are we always footing the bill? <sighs> Good ad. Good ad. John B. Lightning! You company man! You fairy! You fucking child! This is Radio New York International. R and I on Sunset Radio with the Lightning Guy coming to you on WBCQ. Let's see, I'm only about 10 minutes late for the top of the hour. So I have to remind you that it is the top of the hour. Actually, what I should do is just play the top of the hour. So his keyboard, and if I type that in right, it'll probably come up with something that resembles a file folder full of top of the hours. Ah, look, there we go. That one looks interesting. <laughs> At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, from the United States. And let's see, we've got some more emails. We have here uh, another one from our pally, the Boogeyman, who's uh, contributing mightily to the show tonight. Thank you. He states, I've got a rare inkling to come on right after you sign off tonight. I guess I'll be on one or both channels. Anyway, if you think it's a good idea, just promo it, and I'll come on when you drop the signal for a little bit late because it's a holiday weekend. Hey, that's true. It is a holiday weekend. So if you want to do that, by all means, uh, do that. I do believe uh, Brad generally 
who listens to the show. So uh, he'll keep both feeds up for us. If not, uh, you'll be broadcasting to no one. Anyway, apparently, I don't know, maybe Dave's high tonight. That would explain it. That would explain it. And I'm not. And uh, John checks in to remind us, uh, yes, he is listening to the show in Bermuda on 6.160. And propagation is around S7 or so, which is pretty decent, and the band is quiet. He also uh, adds nothing else. Okay, th- th- thank you for clearing that up for me. Most appreciated. And Mark just checks in to say, hope you feel better, JL. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, it's been, uh, what, how many days since the snow now, and I feel no better? I'm probably going to have to uh, painfully walk all 12 minutes because fucking Uber for a 12-minute walk uh, to my doctor's office. And he'll say, oh, back problem. You know, those are the, the hardest to figure out, but maybe he can give me something to deal with it. And I don't want heavy-duty narcotics. Now, I could deal with the discomfort most of the day, but it would be nice to have something that at some point in the day I could take that would give me X number of hours of, uh, of relief from the backache. would also make it easier to do to show you know as the extravaganza. And uh, Brother Green checks in with an email stating, this is the second week that I'm dealing with a bad back. Uh, welcome to this anything but exclusive club, brother. Mine was courtesy of lifting video service before I retired. Ow. I should have known better as these things weighed as much as I did. But I digress. Here's what helps me. Okay. Tylenol. All right. That's the one thing I haven't tried. I'm trying ibuprofen. Seems to be ineffective. A back support belt. I don't know that will do anything. A wet-dry heating pad using the wet option, which is what I'm doing. Uh, first, I tried cold compressors. Nah, not at all useful. And he also states a hot Epsom salt soak. Yeah, which probably would only be minimally or temporarily effective, which is why I haven't done it. He also recommends rest and time. Uh, resting something I don't do well and uh, time, well I've got plenty of time to just lay around but uh, if I was just laying around I'd feel totally useless to this planet and if I was also just laying around I probably wouldn't be in front of the computer uh, assembling uh, useful information, assembling bits and audio and writing to show you know as the extravaganza. He also states, I really can't complain because I'm better today than I was a week ago. Hmm. So maybe I have to give it a little more time. A doctor is not an option because he or she is going to refer me to a surgeon and I'm trying to avoid back surgery. I'm hoping I never get to that point because if I do... I'm fucked, folks. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't have a vehicle. Uh, I, I have uh, scant family left out here on the island who would have to make time to assist me. And, uh, and I know they don't have the time to begin with, and I don't want to put out my niece by, uh, by any stretch. And uh, as, uh, as I do everything by walking, you know, I, 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 I walk to get groceries and why not? I walk to pick up my prescriptions. Uh, if this back doesn't get better... Uh, I'll be a fucking mess. Not that you should care. Yes, you should care because I'm John Lightning. Feel for me. Feel sorrow for me. Do you? Okay. I still don't feel better. Alan closes out by stating regarding Cousin Brucey, and uh, Alan's an old listener such as I. Alan uh, doubtlessly grew up listening to 77 WABC back in its hey, hey, hey day. He writes... I couldn't listen to him back in the day, and I can't listen to him today. And you know, I agree with you, because probably the DJ I listen to least often, is that proper wording, on WABC back in the day, was 
Cousin Brucey, though, yeah, it's your cousin act, never had much appeal to me. For me, he states, he's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Ow. And music on 77 WABC? Hey, it would be okay if their board operators understood audio levels and board operations. And let me interject, uh, not playing the chime time jingle uh, without giving the chime, which is what they always do. And also, uh, occasionally they play an oldie, they play the wrong version. They play a remake. Somebody somebody there uh, has to, well, maybe nobody there does know better because it's, it's mostly much younger people, uh, kidlings, uh, operating the board and, uh, and generally being the employees that are the off-the-air employees at WABC. Their engineers apparently don't understand how to set up a limiter. Also, he mentions that. And I do not say this lightly, as Frank Moreno's overnight segment, Ask Frank Anything, dealt with a level complaint in which the board operator uh, and its operations were explained. Well, John, after I heard the explanation, I shook my head, turned off the radio, and called up Kanye's old-time radio on my cell phone. And uh, there are many old-time radio services available on the internet that you can stream. Uh, I believe there is still a, a Sirius XM channel that also does that. Or you can go into the old-time radio folder at Easy News, my Usenet service, and download hundreds of hours of that shit. Yeah, there's, there's no end to old-time radio, and a lot of it is rather good, fascinating. Indeed, uh, back before I started broadcasting on Sunday evenings, there was a station, it might have been a station out of Canada, uh, that did nothing but old-time radio on Sunday nights, and uh, I often listened to it. Of course, now that I'm here and Dave the Boogeyman is here, no need for that any longer. However, the need for John P. Lightning's extravaganza will continue into perpetuity, whatever perpetuity is. One other thing I wanted to try out on you all. Uh, Keith Olbermann's podcast, and I love Keith, incredibly over the top, uh, constantly uh, recommending ideas or actions that the government or Joe Biden in particular should take that he'll never take because even I don't think they make any sense or are particularly good. Uh, when uh, when he does his uh, Trump segment about how bad Trump is, and I'm saying that because I don't remember the name of the segment, the people that have produced the music for his show came up with a special new theme for him to use to introduce it. And the music sounds slightly familiar to me. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. Trump legal postscripts to the news. Some headlines, some updates, some snark, some predictions. Hey, that's my department. All right, you heard it. Does that sound at all familiar? Well, it should be familiar to most of you. However, if you're much younger than I, you might not remember it. And if you don't, here's what it reminds me of.
Yes, the theme music to the Perry Mason show. It's, uh, you know, it, if, uh, if, if I was the person that owned the rights to the Perry Mason show theme, hmm, what do you think? Lawsuit time? Da la da da that's what I think and uh, the, the, the problem some people say is that I do think but I generally think rationally and logically and hopefully you do too although the fact that you are listening to the extravaganza mm, I'm have to uh, going to have to reconsider that hey we are here every other week and once again reminder reminder time Next week on johnlightning.com. I don't know if it's going to be picked up by Planet Radio. It's, it's been on a couple of occasions, and it's a good thing to do. Dave the Boogeyman's show. Dave the Boogeyman's show is a music show, and he calls the music he plays music you need to hear. And uh, I believe he does that because it truly is indeed music you need to hear. Speaking of music you need to hear... This piece of music by the Mobilies will allow my tattered voice a tad of rest. And I will add even a tad more rest to my voice if I had that channel butted up on the board. Time to get up, get off your seat. Tap your toes and stomp your feet with John P. Lightning. Wonderful R&I. It's the Mobilies rescued from vinyl by I the Lightning Guy.
these uncertain times, there's always one thing you can rely on. Hard drugs. This is Radio New York International. Sundays with John Lightning. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. From the south comes a taste you'll never forget. A family tradition. Smoking cock barbecue. When was the last time you got your wife smoking cock? Hey, honey, how about smoking cock tonight? She's been working hard, and you deserve it, too. It's a great idea, smoking cock. Our sauce is tangy. Bowl. Mm, it's juicy. Try our salty sweet. Or maybe a spicy Mexican. Whatever your flavor, you'll be wiping your chin all night. Smoking cock barbecue. Tuesdays, pull your own pork night. And wacko the clown will be pulling pork for the kids. <laughs> hey, kids. If you're in a hurry to get smoking cock, try our express drive through and get our new chicken bag to go. Smoking cock barbecue. Look for the big red rooster on the little red rocket. What's your name, scumbag? Johnny Lightning. Help! <laughs> All right. From New York City, the world's best radio, 11-0, Radio New York International. And now, back to John Lightning. John P. Lightning. This is And, uh, and yes, Ted, I, I know. I know Trump uh, at SneakerCon in Philadelphia. Apparently, uh, he's not a favorite of many Philadelphians because uh, when he took to the stage, he was booed by many, if not the majority of people in that crowd. Dude, wow. A lot of emotion. There's a lot of emotion in this room. Emotion? Sounds like hate. So so the really nice thing is we have lines, and I want to thank Chase, and I want to thank Alan, but we have lines going all around the block. They're going all around this block. They've never seen anything like this one. I just want to tell you, you know, I've wanted to do this for a long time. Nobody's ever seen anything like it before, ever before. Yeah, that's a, that, that's the standing issue bullshit from uh, from Mr. Accordion Hands, who, who again, uh, made, made a statement this past week that cannot be be heard cannot be replayed often enough not enough I came in i made a speech and i said you got to pay up they asked me that question one of the presidents of a big country stood up yeah said, right sure well sir uh, if sir. we don't pay and we're attacked by russia will you protect us i said you didn't pay you're delinquent he said yes let's say that happened no i would not protect you in fact i would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want you got to pay you got to pay your bills what a low life. And he proves it with, with every... Oh, there, there are so many sound bites. For, for example, uh, this one uh, for uh, Nikki Haley. And she comes over to see me at Mar-a-Lago. Sir, I will never run against you. She brought her husband. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. He's away. Where, what happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. He knew. He knew. Where's Melania, huh? Where did she go? We know she doesn't live with you. It's quite obvious she despises you. Regarding Nikki Haley's husband, 
he's in uh, he's in the reserves and he is currently serving his country i believe stationed somewhere in the horn of africa he is doing something for his country that's positive Unlike you, scumbag, scumbag, Putin-loving scumbag, long-time Putin-loving scumbag, listen to Donald Trump from 2016. Vladimir Putin. Well, he's done an amazing job of taking the mantle, and he's taken it away from the president, and you look at what he's doing, and so smart when you see the riots in a country because they're hurting the Russians. Okay, we'll go and take it over. He's really going step by step by step, and you have to give him a lot of credit. Interestingly, on the Miss Universe pageant, we just left Moscow. He could not have been nicer. He was so nice and so everything. But what a you have to give him credit that what he's doing for that country in terms of their world prestige is very strong. Last thought. Who's the better leader? President Obama or President Putin? Well, it's not even a contest at this point. To send. Now, Obama can maybe come back and maybe something happens. But so far, he has played Obama like a fiddle. And uh, here's a comment he made, I believe this was from uh, just a couple of days ago. Putin, I believe, because I know Putin very well, very uh-huh. smart, very sharp. They hate when I say that, you know. They say, oh, you call President Xi of China. I say, very smart man. They ask me, is he smart? I said, well, let's go a step above that. Let's say he's a brilliant guy. The press goes, he called President Xi brilliant. Well, he's a guy who controls 1.4 billion people with an iron fist. Yeah, I'd say he's smart. Yeah. He controls them with an iron fist because that's what you would like to be able to emulate. I've uh, got some additional audio here that uh, I cribbed. Thank you for helping me uh, find this soundbite. Uh, the Midas Touch Network, invaluable. Uh, their videos all across YouTube, in fucking valuable and uh here's one from a podcast that's done by a guy that calls himself boston brian and his content is among my favorites there we had secret service all the time because i was president all the time and leaving them strewn all over the garage for under his precious corvette you ever hear him talk about the corvettes my corvette you can cut that garage door with the scissors you can pick up scissors and just go like this we have to win in november or we're not going to have Pennsylvania. They'll change the name. They're going to change the name of Pennsylvania. What on earth are you talking about? The fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you? He's batshit crazy. <laughs> How about all over the country? They're taking the name of George Washington off high schools and other things. George Washington. That's one even I thought was safe. Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. Their names are now in danger. You've got to be shitting me. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and uh, tomorrow we'll be celebrating them, asshole. What happened to that cocaine in the White House? Whatever happened. He's got a lot of energy, this guy. He mentioned that just last night. Still on the cocaine in the White House. And truth be known, there was never really any cocaine in the White House. More or less. Because the cocaine that was found was found at the visitor's entrance to the White House. The visitor's entrance. Where I guess somebody coming in either uh, dropped or uh, or decided, hmm, maybe they'll search me, I better get rid of this cocaine. So the cocaine never made it into the White House per se, but uh, didn't get past the uh, the entrance area, where it was likely dropped by a visitor, and that visitor was not was not Hunter Biden, because Hunter Biden, being the son of the president, does not 
enter the White House through the visitors' entrance. And yet, he continues to try and insinuate that the cocaine that was found was Hunter's. The man is such a low life in oh so many, many ways. But these documents stuffing them in his drawers, stashing them in crumpled boxes, and those boxes were heavily used, you know. How does he know? He makes it up as he goes along. Now, of course, he's talking about the uh, the secret documents that Joe Biden's staff found uh, in his garage and uh, among uh, among belongings uh, in his home. That when they found them, they immediately reported into the proper authorities and had returned. Unlike Deadbeat Donald, who very purposefully took the documents that but these he documents continued to stash. them in his drawers, stashing them in crumpled boxes. And those boxes were heavily used. You know, when you look at those boxes, those suckers were in and out. A lot of people saw those documents. Yeah. Nobody apparently saw those documents. However, how many people possibly saw them uh, at Mar-a-Lago where they were, uh, where they were secured? In a bathroom! They want to give like almost a hundred billion dollars to a few countries. A hundred billion. And I said, and I'm, I'm telling you this, this is breaking news. We have breaking news. I said, why do we do this? If you do, you give them not a hundred billion dollars. You give it to them as a loan. It's called a loan. Give them the money. And if they can pay it back, they pay it back. If they can't pay it back, they don't have to pay it back because, you know, they're, they've got some problems. But... If they go to another nation, they drop us like a dog, like a female drops a male after a date because he doesn't like her, right? <laughs> if that happens to our country, then very simply, we call the loan and we say we want our money because we give money and then they go to another side. As an example, let's say we give all this money, we were already into Ukraine for over $200 billion. And they could make a deal with Russia in the next three weeks, and all of a sudden they don't want to deal with us anymore. We've given hundreds of billions of dollars. I don't think they're going to be making a deal with Russia ever. A deal with Russia? Uh, that's, uh, that's something I would expect you to do, scumbag. Well, in, uh, in celebration of Black History Month, and by the way, by the way, just how does one, particularly one such as I, meaning a person of non-color, a person is so little color that for me to have any color at all, you have to stand me in between two albinos. He's funny. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. How, yeah, how does one such as I celebrate Black History Month? And do you know anybody that does celebrate Black History Month, including persons of color? None of my pallies of color, to my knowledge, ever went out of their way to acknowledge Black History Month. It's just a sop. Just a, here you go, persons of color. We're giving you a month. A month to celebrate your color, your history, your culture. Have at it. And of course, we gave him the shortest month of the year. We gave him a month at the time of year when going out and celebrating publicly. Not too likely, considering it's pretty much the toughest part of winter. You know, folks of color are probably thinking like, hey, why didn't you give me July or August? You know, fucking February. See you white people, racist scumbags. <laughs> it's simply our way. Well, actually, whose way? Who who decides who who selects these months? And uh, to what extent are they official? I wonder about this shit. Don't know why, but I do. And I also do know the best way to celebrate it 
is what's some seriously sick, weird, strange, and funny comedy. Eleven. From the skies over Earth. In celebration of Black History Month, CBS Television proudly presents 16 Average Americans Are Abandoned in the middle of one of the most unforgiving places on Earth. Hey, baby, you want to go out? It's Survivor Compton. Who will survive the drive-by voting? As the two tribes, and the my baby daddies, compete for the immunity bling bling and not get voted off the hood. Followed by a two and a half white man on CBS. From the Isle of Staten in New York City, 11L Radio. It's your extravaganza with John P. Lightning. Bringing vibrations to fun city. In celebration of Black History Month, CBS Television proudly presents 16 Average Americans Are Abandoned in the middle of one of the most unforgettable... How did that show up again? I, I, don't, I just don't understand this show. Actually, I just don't understand this computer. From the Isle of Staten in New York City, 11L Radio. It's your extravaganza with John P. Lightning. That's right, John P. Lightning, bringing you to show you know as the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. This is Fuck Free Radio. And now, on 11L, it's your Extravaganza. It's been your Extravaganza. With John P. Lightning, 11L Radio. And continues to be... Where's our fucking Jew lawyer, anyway? I don't know where... Where is he? Where is he? Listen. Those fucking Jews. Those fucking Jews. If you've been in an accident, you may be entitled to a big cash settlement. And the one sure way to get what's coming to you is by hiring a Jew lawyer. Hello, I'm Marvin H. Finkelstein of the Jew Lawyer Group. Jew Lawyer can get you a cash settlement for the most specious of claims. Just one phone call to Jew Lawyer at 1-800-SHISTER will do it. A phone consultation is free for qualified litigants. Jew Lawyer Group has successfully won huge damages for thousands of phony motherfuckers many of whom could barely fake a limp. Because we're Jews, we guarantee results. Everybody knows that to win those tough cases, you gotta hire a Jew. And you can, by dialing 1-800-SHISTER. The Jew Lawyer Group only charges a fee if we bill you. The Jew Lawyer Group has won millions for obvious scam masters and career accident victims. Remember that drunken homeless man that jumped in front of a moving subway train and collected $14 million? Yep, he hired a Jew Lawyer by calling 1-800-SHISTER. That's 1-800-SHISTER for the Jew Lawyer Group. So hire a Jew Lawyer. Hey, would you buy a pizza made by a recent immigrant from Papua New Guinea? Get our point? Then get the best. A Jew Lawyer. Call 1-800-SHISTER today so we can file your successful lawsuit tomorrow. Jew Lawyer Group. Member McCann's Bar Association. Not accredited, affiliated, or licensed by any organization. Jew Lawyer Group. Here's another great bit, courtesy Boca Brit. Sitting in the mall and watching all the Jews walk by. Watching all the Jews walking through the mall before they die. Look at them wait on the line for free grand muffins. One piece on the floor, then one starts a fight. 
so let's go sitting in the polygon watching all the Jews, watching all the Jews, watching all the Jews walk by. Music and fun, John P. Lightning. And now, back to John Lightning. Oh, dear. Brooklyn's John P. Lightning. You what, bastard? Yeah, well, I used to be Brooklyn's John P. Lightning. But having spent uh, damn near 60 years in Brooklyn, uh, I could still be Brooklyn's John P. Lightning. And I am the voice of reality. Yeah, I'm a liberal who sees reality, who sees the world for what it is. I'm the liberal with common sense, whose opinions and views you should cling to. And if you don't, well then, you're likely just a stupid person. That's all. See, but Johnny, Johnny, you should never put down listeners. You're right. I have uh, I have too few to do that, although I'll keep trying to con new ones in. By the way, a relatively recent con are these phone scammers who claim to have kidnapped a loved one. See, this is, this is more AI-related shit. It's a trick that mainly seniors fall for uh, because they'll, uh, they'll spoof a loved one's voice. Uh, they might have gotten in touch with a loved one and, uh, and recorded a portion of their voice. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to call this number. It was incorrect. And then the person responds and they got the voice and they use AI to clone it. And then you get a message from them. Uh, yes, we're holding your daughter hostage. And then you hear what sounds like your daughter's voice in the background screaming, help, help me, daddy, help me. And, of course, the scammer will then state, do you have a convenience store nearby? Send. Now, all right, you, you have to go get gift cards. All right, scratch off the information on the back. Send me the numbers on the back of the card. Scam after scam after scam uh, for which uh, one might need a good Jew lawyer. Or perhaps uh, one might need to get in touch with Salino and Bonds. Do you remember them? This is a jingle show. And that Salino and Bonds jingle has uh, long been one of my favorite examples of how a simple little jingle gets into your mind and the information and the phone number gets into your mind and you can never get it the fuck out. If you're injured in an accident, choosing the right law firm is crucial. Don't wait. Call 8. No matter what kind of accident, head-on, rear-end, or T-bone, the attorneys at Salino and Barnes are ready to help 24-7. And with their no-fee promise, you don't pay unless they win. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Don't wait. Call 8. Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys, 800-888-8888. Don't wait. Call 8. And many people did. Head-on, rear-ended. Been in an accident, T-boned, deep ditched, we're the ones to call. Train tunneled, tailpiped, we don't get paid unless you've settled. Got crunched, flip diddled, call the experts, we'll get you the money you deserve. If you can't come to us, we'll come on, come to you. Road roided. Okay, we're good. I got like 20 more. I know. Savino and Barnes, injury attorneys, 800-888-888. Don't wait, call eight. Yes, many people did call eight. Although I would prefer those people 
to send emails to John P. Lightning and the little bit of everything radio extravaganza. We've got enough time left to read your email. However, <laughs> to read it, you got to send it to me first. The Bondsman, Injury Attorneys, call And they had so many variations on that damn thing. The After Salino and Barnes uh, split ways, there was that one. Salino and Barnes, Salino Which was part of an off-Broadway production. <laughs> And that version got downright jazzy. You're listening to Wonderful R.N.I. Super Talk for New York. Super Talk for New York. Super Talk for New York. Super Talk for the world. I was hurt in a car accident. My attorneys, now at the Barnes firm, got me $6 million. After my accident, I needed a lot of help. My attorney, now at the Barnes firm, got me $5 million. Barnes firm is proud of the results our attorneys have achieved for their clients. Many of our attorneys have been selected to the best lawyers in America. You need help? Call the Barnes firm now. 800-800-0000. Yes, indeed. The Barnes firm is 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 now all that's left uh, after after Salino and Barnes uh, went their separate ways. And um, their, uh, their their new theme song doesn't it sound suspiciously like the old one? And uh, the new spots are pretty decent. The news and all the other things that really matter to you, like sensationalist bullshit. It's your extravaganza. I sprained my pinky when a drunk driver hit my car and dented my license plate holder. The Bonds Group got me $14.3 million. Thanks, Bonds Group. I wanted to fake cognitive issues after a head-on collision, even though I'm a member of Mensa. The Bonds Group told me to go to court wearing a MAGA hat while waving a Trump 2024 flag, and I won $24.5 million that I can now use to buy into that Trump media new stock fraud. Thanks, Bonds Group. Hello, I'm Rich Bonds, heading up our firm of shady lawyers who are recognized as such because they've gotten big cash settlements for obviously fraudulent clients. And we can help you do the same. And for those asking, where's Salino? I sued him years ago because unlike me, he was a shifty cocksucker. We split and we both had to surrender our 1-800 number as part of the settlement. As for Salino, well... He died piloting his personal aircraft shortly thereafter. Fuck! Should have waited a few more months. Don't rely on ethical lawyers. <laughs> As if that's a thing. Call the Bonds Group and cash in now. I was misgendered by my employer who refused to use my pronouns and recognized me for the stunning and brave woman I am. The Bonds Group got me 24.7 billion dollars and this sweet pair of six inch heels. Love you, Bonds Group. If you need help, 
Call us now and claim your undue cash payment soon. We're the Barnes Group. We chase and catch ambulances. The Barnes Firm. Injury attorneys call one And now, John P. Lightning. I'm sorry. I, 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 I like that bit. See, that's, that's what I do with my spare time. No, what I primarily do with my spare time is indeed the show you know is a little bit of everything radio extravaganza. Yeah, uh, Ted sends along a rambling email, hopefully the last one of the night, uh, about all those AI videos on the book of face. And uh, they're becoming downright fucking commonplace now. And they're a new type of scam. Uh, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I do long for those so-called good old days. The good old days when scamming was emails from Nigeria where the, uh, where the late Prince Abatuzaswana was living. And it seems he left me, me, $15.153 million. Guess he heard my show on WBCQ and either really, really felt sorry for me or really, really fucking enjoyed it. $15.153 million. And it only cost me $300 in gift cards. Okay, now, scratch the numbers and read them back to me, please. And these people that buy the gift cards, why? Well, why, for example, why would your cable company want you to pay them with gift cards? Okay, now, scratch off the numbers and read them to me. Why would they? By the way, in a related story, (laughs) the FCC has outlawed AI-generated voices being used in robocalls. So... If Norm Chomsky calls you wanting to buy your house, contact the FCC. <laughs> so I'm saying, contact the FCC. But if Tom Selleck calls with a great offer for a reverse home mortgage, relax. Because it's not AI. But it's even more dangerous a call to answer, my fellow old-timers. And in a related, related story... Who needs a headline segment? A study conducted by the Society of People who make their living conducting asinine polls showed that a a study showed that AI chatbots choose violence and nuclear strikes over negotiations in war games. (laughs) And that won't change, say the experts. At least until chatbots can get drafted. Hey, it might happen at some point. Not a problem, at least in America. Well, at least not currently. Yeah. Scammers using tech to uh, to build gullible people out of their life savings in many cases. All right. The way I feel for those scumbags, I do favor the debt penalty for such rodents. No, seriously, I do. Those people are among mankind's worst. And they don't even attend Trump rallies, at least so far as I know. Now, look, I assuredly am not one of the world's two or three billion actual nice guys. But I could pass. (laughs) And besides, I'd rather be pretty than smart. I I, I mean, I'd rather be an eccentric misfit, and I am, than fit in with the likes of the very average American, the the very average luckless losers who are making us incontrovertibly the U.S. of a-holes, a nation with people ready to embrace fascism as the future means by which we will be controlled, dominated, governed. 
They're ready to trade in the remnants of our democracy for the harsh embrace of totalitarianism in the form of a man not even fit to breed oxygen. He's not fit to even inhale oxygen. Zyklon B, perhaps. <laughs> what? What I do now? The best music. Wonderful R&I. Let's wrap up the show you know as the extravaganza with a tad more music. And this cut from Dwight Twilly. It's one of my favorite Dwight Twilly songs. And I'm presenting it to you on the queue. Like a paper in the Child was born holding on to something warm. Somebody to love, somebody that you can depend on, some place in the sun. One feeling there's just no denying.
music on the 11L Network. And the great music is going to continue past the top of the hour. That's right. That's right. We're not quite finished yet. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, Polly. We're entertaining this weekend. 11 Radio New York International. Yes, good news, good news indeed. Following the extravaganza tonight, our pally Dave the Boogeyman will be bringing you a special program. Uh, uh, well, we're calling it special, although it's probably just going to be thrown together, thrown together with random songs and who knows what else, which, uh, which actually probably will be kind of special. Yes, Dave the Boogeyman will be following this evening's extravaganza for how long, I don't know, but hey, tomorrow's a holiday. Uh, many of you might be staying up late, and stay up late with the Boogeyman. Can your world get any better than that? Oh, for Christ's sake, I certainly hope so. <laughs> anyway, what? Any, anyway, uh, we treat our audience so well here. We don't treat them like dogs, like Donald Trump, who... what? What is what exactly is his problem with dogs? Why 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 does everything uh, what why does everything that annoys him or angers him uh, or people that anger him why are they invariably dogs? He died like a dog. He lied like a, a dog. Choked like a dog. He died like a dog. Okay, he choked like a dog. A lot of people choke. They choke like dogs. He choked. It's just like a dog. Choked like a dog. They sweated like dogs. I'm watching Marco sweating like a dog on my right. I'm sweating like a dog. Lion Ted, he is choking like a dog because he's losing so badly. They were fired like dogs. She lied like a dog on her emails. She lied like a, a dog. In other words, she cheated like a dog. What does Hillary have to say about that, huh? So they would laugh you, they'd throw you the hell out like a dog. And he was run out of office like a dog. Because honestly, he cheated like a dog. Choking like a dog. Cheat like dogs. How would I look walking a dog on the White House lawn? Would that be... Right? Sort of not for... I don't know. It doesn't... I don't feel good. Feels a little phony, phony to me. A lot of people say, oh, you should get a dog. Why? It's good politically. I said, look, that's not the relationship I have with my people. Well, we have drawn to a close. or just about done for this evening's The Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. As always, it's been an ex... Probably going to be a lie. It's been my pleasure to bring you this show, and uh, I'm I'm almost pleased with the fact that, as usual, we put considerable time into producing this consternation for you all because this is what I do. This is my mission. This is my 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 primary mission on the planet and on Planet Radio WBCQ. And yeah, I know uh, some of you probably feel bad for me uh, after hearing me say that. And uh, you're right too. Once again, after we get out of here, Dave the Boogeyman will shortly thereafter. Once the uh, when, once we have the operators pull the lines, uh, set them up for an hour or three of quality music. So, 11L Radio Network Programming, Radio New York International Programming is not quite done yet. 
but I, the lightning guy, am. So, until we reconvene here on the Isle of Staten in two weeks, as always, I wish you good health and good luck and remind you that there ain't nothing more important than the truth and the facts. The fucking truth and the facts, pal. The weekend's over. Sunday Night Radio Radio New York International Good night, bitches. You gotta pay. You gotta pay your bills. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! The show is over. I gotta go. The show, show is, is over. over. I gotta go. Try it Try yourself sure. once. If you just take the show is over, I gotta go. Sherry. The show is over, we gotta go. The show is over, we gotta go. Show is over, we gotta go. Show is over, we gotta go. Bye, y'all. You gotta pay. You gotta pay your bills. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.